Today's episode is brought to you by LotsOfPets.com. Lots of Pets is a retail and online pet supply store that stocks on the best and highest quality pet products for dogs, cats, reptiles, birds, and small companion pets. If you love your pets, you'll love to shop at Lots of Pets. Listeners of this podcast enjoy an exclusive 30% off your entire purchase when you use promo code PETSPOD. Lots of pets. Love unconditionally. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode three. In this episode, we're going to be talking to a Grupo Norteño called Equación Norteña from the LA area. Enjoy. When did you start your group? Okay. Equación Norteña. Equación Norteña. Equación Norteña. When did you start it then? Or, or, Equación or Equación, Norteña. Or Equación Musical del Norte. Equación Norteña. Equación Norteña. 2000. We, we organized it in 2009. 2009. 2009. 2009. 2010. Yeah, like 2009. Because we moved here, we still were. Yeah, 2009. Yeah, we, because we, we, we moved here in 2007. Yeah. When did Elena get married? 2008. 2009. She got married in 2009? No, toward the end of, like, in the middle of 2008. Because Danny got married in 2009, no? Uh-huh. Yeah. So 2008, we played as Equación Norteña at Mando's wedding. Mm-hmm. Oh, was that the first thing? That was first... our first gig as Equación Who was Mando? Who's that? Armando, that was our, our cousin's husband. Cousin's husband. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. He's the one that we started training to play accordion. El Barbón, Gordito. Oh, yeah, he taught you. No, 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 no I taught him. him. Oh, you taught him how to play. I taught him how to play accordion and... Uh, yeah, so that was our first. So game. you met him when your cousin was dating him. Yeah, yeah. And he told us, "Oh, I, I want to have that." He's, he's always said, "Oh, I want to, I want to, I want to be in a group and I want to sing." And we're like, "Oh, well, you know, we need another musician, and we, we're trying to get out of this group because we don't see it going anywhere, and we, we want to start our own project." So that was two thousand nine. Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Okay. Two thousand eight. Yeah, because we still played for Hina for her wedding, and we lived here. Yeah, but that was in 2007, no? No, because we moved here 2007, November of 12, 2007. Oh, 2008, she got married. Yeah, so I think Hina was probably the last party we did with them. Yeah, with them. And then after that... Or our last... One of our first and last... No, because <laughs> we did a few stuff with them. Remember, we did the... Uh, we only did like three gigs with them. No, we played for Nacho's wedding. A payment. But we, I mean, anniversary, but we didn't get paid. Yeah, that was in Amani, though. But that was in 2006. Our, our, paid, our paid gigs was... Remember with Hinia? With Hinia? And then that wedding? And then that wedding? What year was that? 2007. 2007. Oh, you started getting paid in 2007. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How much was the hourly rate at that time? We charged like 250. Like 250 an hour. We're charging oh, 250 okay. an hour. For the whole group, but it was a bunch of us. Yeah, like but six cool. or seven of us. Oh, man. And um, and then from there, we did that. Remember that one hall that was really, really hot? <laughs> and it was all cramped, like yellow. It was like yellowish. That something. was a wedding. No, not, not that one. Was that, that was the same wedding? wedding? Yeah, that was the same wedding. Which one? The one that uh, that we did that... I don't know who got that gig. If I think I got Hec- that gig. Hector, you, or something. I got that gig. You did? And then, oh, remember we went to go play over there in... Um, in and in, then we did the one in uh, La Quinta? Alden Park. La Quinta? And, and when does Consumbrés in Camisa start? Because I see in Spotify that's like your... That's your um, oldest song on Spotify. Well, not the oldest, you know, 2013. It's just 2013, but when did you write that song? 
con sombrero y sin camisa. I got that probably 2009. Oh, okay, so when I barely, when you guys barely started the group. Oh, no, 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 we had it before when we were still. No, no, no. We just had left him. We just had left him. So to, we probably like 2008, 2009. 2008, 2009, we, we wrote it. That was a collaboration. My dad started it and we finished it. Already started. Because he used to always sing the song uh, Con un guarache en la mano. No. No, was it? Me puse a hablar cumbia con un guarache en la mano. Something like that. It's an old one. Uh, it's Aliceto Molina. Oh, yeah. And he always Molina. say, you guys should write a song así como, like, kind of like that. Like, and then he started going, me puse a hablar la cumbia con sombrero y sin camisa. You know, he, he started singing that song. And then uh, we're like, hey, that sounds pretty cool. Why con sombrero y sin camisa? Is that like a big thing in Michoacán? To dance without a shirt on? No, it was just... Something different. Com comedic. So we're like so then he just like took it from there and made con sombrero y sin camisa. And that's pretty much what he la gente que me miraba se moría de la risa. That's how he how he, he gave it to us. Oh. And they were like, oh, let's... Do you let's think he pictured, like, maybe a guy that was maybe drinking? I have no idea. A little too was... much? <laughs> he ends up with his shirt off dancing? Maybe. Maybe. Do you think that's what he had in his <laughs> mind? Because <laughs> I, I think maybe. you got to be, like, you have to be in a really, really good one to take off your shirt. Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> like, take, like a guy taking off his it's shirt? It's a little hot in here. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <your clothes. laughs> yeah, so maybe that's what he was thinking about. And then uh, from there... He, he, after that, we, we, we did the chorus, and then we did the other part. Mm -hmm. And he helped us out, too. He helped us out in the, throughout mm -hmm. the whole song, he helped us out. That was the first song that we wrote. How about El Viento Portador? When does that start? That was the second song. Mm, I think the second song wasn't that, it wasn't that one. Really. I'm playing it because I, th I think this genre is coming back. I think, I this think type the, of music is coming back. I think back. the second yeah. one we did, I think the second one we did was El Gallero. For the guy from Jalisco, El Max. Oh, I don't really count that one, though. But we still wrote that one. That's when we're like... I don't like, even remember it. It's, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. I don't even yeah. remember it, though. El, el Max. Eh, ahí. Yeah. El Gallero, Ecuación Norteña. I'll look it up. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't... I only have, like, two parts on my phone. That's why. Oh, okay. But how about Elito Portador? The only reason I'm, I'm, I'm calling it out, too, because I've... This, I feel like this music is coming back to... Um, pop popularity. Probably 2011, no? 2000, yeah, 2011. Angel was already in the band, I think. Angel was already in the band. So three years later, you wrote the song, or two mm -hmm. years later? Maybe two years later. Mm -hmm. 2010, 2011. How did that happen? With the portador. Uh, walking, no? I, I went to take a walk, and it was really windy. And it was super windy that day. And I and I took around the I took a walk, a walk around the block. And I started kind of like just singing, and I was like, hey, el viento es portador de todo lo que siento. And I got that idea, and I was I finished the walk. I think I finished the whole verse right there. Which is, el viento es portador de todo lo que siento. Y por medio de él te digo lo que siento. Te digo que te extraño. Te digo que te amo. Aunque tú no lo creas, por ti me estoy muriendo. I finished that verse. And then I came home, and then I picked up the guitar, and I started playing it. And that's how, that's how that one 
came to life. It was a windy day. I that's, think if there was that's also on YouTube too. The the, the year we, the year we wrote it, we uploaded it on YouTube. Did we? Yeah, remember with Mondo? Mondo's oh, playing you're the accordion. right. Yeah, you're right. Mondo's playing the accordion, and and, you, and you're on the sexto. Yeah, you're right. That YouTube should be too. on Mondo's channel, though. Yeah, Mondo's channel. But you look, El Viento Portador is there. Mm-hmm. And then, Ahí Me Enamoré. Ahí Me Enamoré came... In 2014, I think. Came later. When did we release it? Yeah, because right here, oh, it says, you, okay, you took, you, took it out, you took it out in Proyecto Equa, that's why. Ah, when, when, when is that? 2015. So that was 2013. So, well, yeah, probably like 2013. That one came about because um, we already had some sombreros sin camisa. Mm -hmm. El viento es portador. We had el viento es portador, we had el zapateado, which is... Uh, en parrandera escarada. Yeah. En parrandera escarada. Because we wrote that one junto con Mondo. With Mondo. And Mondo wrote, and Mondo wrote um, that one song, like the... Um, uh, the one that Mondo wrote? Mm. Olvidarte pa' que. Olvidarte pa' que. Mondo wrote that one. So it was like, <clears throat> so we, so, so we, we, Mondo wrote Vete pa' que, and then we wanted to write like something like a corrido or something, or something like, because en el tiempo estaba fuerte lo de, you know, like, chicoteado. Todo chicoteado. Yeah. So then I told, I told Jimmy Mondo, hey, we should write a song. That talks about a girl who's crazy or like you know we don't know but like something like that you know so, something like that <laughs> girl so that's then, crazy so jimmy mondo <laughs> so jimmy mondo and we kind of came up with the idea and then we just all, all collaborated between the three of us and kind of finished it but at the end it was just like mondo didn't really like persiguió mucho but he did help out and then we finished it all it would you take out if you feel that um saxophone is coming back as i told you um this type of music is coming back. Mm -hmm. Would you take this one out again, but add some saxophone? Would you do that? We'd probably write something new. To relive it. To revive it. Would revive you revive it? it? Yeah. And mm -hmm. just add some sax? Would you do that? To or? sound different. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, could. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sounds like a no. <laughs> yeah, we could. Yeah, you could. It's but a really good song. I would. Yeah, it's a good song. I, I like the song. I, Cause like, the song. I, I wouldn't mind I, redoing it. Because so far, I really like it because um, people that go there, I feel they go for the music and to dance. Like, it, so far, the videos that I've seen, I haven't seen nobody get crazy on YouTube or TikTok. But I like it because a lot of young people from Texas and now in the areas of Paris and Hemet, they're doing a lot of concerts like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. How, I'm, I'm not even sure if it's concerts or pri private parties. Um, I haven't seen the flyers, but I have seen videos of younger people going. Like they're 18, 19, 20 year old, 20 year olds, and they go because of the music and because they want to actually go dance. So like that's what that's like a little trend that I'm noticing, a little trend that's coming up. That's why mm -hmm. I was asking if you would revive that song. And by reviving it, putting some saxophone. Yeah, <laughs> Is that That's even possible? Idea. Is that even possible to yeah. do? That's possible. Well, like those, those, um, would you do that? Like Los Yeleros and stuff? They did a lot of songs that style. Would you style do that? Would you do with that? Saxophone. Yeah, we could do They're that. even having a big um, concert in LA in December. I think it's December 10th. Mm -hmm. It's a Friday. At the um, Farallon Event Center, it's called now. Mm. There are two groups from Texas are coming. It's $60, the ticket. 
um, something los de Okinawa, something like that. Uh -huh. You know Chihuahua, music from Chihuahua. Uh -huh. Y el otro? I don't know. I would have to check again. Okay. But it's 60 bucks a ticket. Okay. And Because I've not been noticing that trend. But it's mostly, so far, the ones that I've noticed it, it's in Paris, California, and Emmett area. Because okay. I've seen, you know, you know, people that are that age, 19, 20 years old, going to, um, going to, um, what's it called? To those little things. I'm not even sure mm -hmm. if they're um, private parties, but it has that genre, that sound. That type of Chihuahua sound. Mm -hmm. And all the girls go because they want to dance. Mm -hmm. That's what I've noticed. Okay. You know, sometimes you go to a club and other girls are just sitting around, okay. like right there. They actually want to dance, and you know it's, it's dirt and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a danceable song. That's what I noticed so far. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we could do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, when you want to release it. I don't know, man. That's what I was asking. I was asking if you guys are even open for it. <laughs> yeah, you come with that. Well, you, you gotta have a release date. Well, we we, <laughs> we are reviving Consuelo sin camisa. Yep. Mm -hmm. But. but with a different style. With a different style, though. So the same thing. We could do the same thing. Because these songs, I I'm thinking the same thing. Like, if we leave them there, they're just going to stay there, you know? They, mm -hmm. they, we, we pretty much have to, even the old, the, the, the veterans, they revive their songs, you know? Look at Casimiro. He's reviving all his music from mm. the 90s. Yeah. You know, with the new. Oh, you want to you know something crazy, bro? Yeah. Was it, was it, the, was it the last party we played on Saturday? Yeah, or it was the, Sunday. Was it Sunday? Sunday? Oh yeah, Sunday. We were playing on Sunday at a party at Key in Ontario, and the girls like, "Oh, do you guys have the DJ on or the music on?" The yeah, and he's like, "Oh, could you put in la bota?" Like, mi manda mexicano. Yeah. We're like, "What?" <laughs> la bota. Yeah, y la pusimos. We gotta, we gotta see what, why people, that secret, you know, what what's behind what, it. What's behind? What's behind? What really, you know, what attracts people so much to mi manda mexicano music? You know, it's it's the music. I, I feel it's the music, the vibe, and the voice, the voices. It's the music. I think it's the first is the music, because of, you know, like da, 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 dude, da, da, like da, people, da, da, they 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 get up. Es como escuchar. Yeah. Yeah. It makes people like tragos amargos. Like I don't know. It's like a quick what's, reaction. What's that mad? What's that spark that sparks into people's blood and soul and their hearts? Mm-hmm. You need to find that with kind of like songs. A, that's what I was seeing too. Like, como like like el columpio. Mm-hmm. También columpio has that all the ages. And then the guy's voice. Ta -na, ta -na, ta -na. Mm -hmm. Cruz de madera has that too. Cruz de madera with a lot of people. But I, I can see why people like that, yeah. you know. But I mean, like, like, like those, th those three songs, you know, they have it. La Chona, La Chona has da, 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 da. it. No, no. Da, da, da. And it's funny because it's kind of like the guy he told us on the interview. He's all like, "Lo bonito es para escucharse, pero no es para venderse." Mm -hmm. No se vende. No se vende. No es comercial. No es comercial. Mm -hmm. He's all like, pero la um, lo la uh, es comercial no es tan bonito los ajá, los no es fino los, no es fino and if you listen to la chona la chona has nothing bro no tiene nada you listen to it -da -da, it's just one two three three notes four uh four notes that repeated repeat themselves those are the same notes you know it's like y tan 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 that's it <laughs> you know qué tiene that's crazy. No la bota. ¿Qué tiene la bota? It's one. It's played in one chord. In one chord. Y también está. 
No bailes de caballito. It's played in one chord, bro. It's like... No se mueve de do. Tilin, tilin. One chord. Yeah, tilin, tilin. Metal has nothing. In you, guys, you guys have a song with one chord? No. No. <laughs> work on that. You should work on it, though. You should work on it. It's like one chord. We should work on it. It's crazy, though. Like, it's only one chord. Like, what the heck? You know? Like, Chona has two chords, but... Mm, este, in the melody, no tiene nada. In the melody, just one chord too. And the thing is that the simple stuff are the ones that that really. What does one chord mean for the people that don't know how to play instruments like me? <laughs> just one chord, it's just one chord, like in the, like, like like G. Because la chona. What's one chord? Like try to explain the, it like the, to okay, a, so, to your nephew, <laughs> like to your nephew, or your niece. La chona is is recorded in the in the chord in the key of G. The That's the way G. the tucanes did it. But you can play it in different. Yeah, different but what's keys. a chord of G? What is that? The chord is like when you're playing the guitar. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then you hold the G is to like your niece or your nephew. Three, you hold three notes. Okay, it's the G. What's three notes? Like okay, three so strings or three strings. Okay, three so strings. how many strings does a guitar have? Six strings. Six, so you're holding three strings? Three strings, but you strum them all. Okay, you strum them all. Yeah. And that's one note. That's one chord. One chord, okay? Yeah, that's it. So, so it's created with one chord? Yes. Are they moving their fingers? or No, it's... they just hold the fingers there yeah. the whole time. <laughs> and that's what they're making. That's how they made yeah. a song. And you don't move your fingers on your left. You just, you just, you just strum with your right. Because the, um, the normal song... It's something. It's um, two to three chords. Two to three chords. Maybe four. Maybe four chords. So in the key of G, you could play a key of G. You could play uh, the chord key of, of G, D. The chord. The chord of D. The chord of D. Chord of C. And chord of C. Or you could play chord of E minor. E minor. You, maybe, maybe. you know that's more complicated. Yeah. If you want something like oh, make it fancy, then you throw in the minor chords. You know. Mm -hmm. But normally it's just G and D and D. And G and maybe the C, you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. the chorus goes into C, mm -hmm. you know? But these guys, they, they, they said, forget that. We're just going to play in the key in the chord of G, you know? Mm -hmm. The chord of G, we're just going to play just G. That's it. El No Bailes de Caballito is it's just in played in the, of, in the chord of Do. The key of D and the key of C, and it just, it's, a, it's a, uh, the, the guitars are playing the chords of, of C. That's it. You know? And the bass too. And the bass too. Boom, 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 just, just, just see. So far, how many songs do you guys have? So recorded? far, recorded. No, like written. So far, and recorded. Written and recorded. Songs, yeah. Recording, maybe oh. like eighty songs, maybe. But a lot of them are not recorded. Yeah, but but just recorded so far. Recorded so far. Your own songs and recorded. Maybe okay, so over, 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. over thirty. Over thirty. Over thirty. Maybe close to forty. And how has your uh, your your you not be able to see, like, stopped you guys from not giving up. How? because well, we have how, nothing else to do. How, well, this how? is the thing. So, we can't see, so it's really hard for us to get another job, right? Where manual work. Yeah. You know, manual work. We it's, can't do manual work. And it's not, e it's not easy for, because everybody has the idea, the American Disabilities Act, yeah, protects you. It's not true. It doesn't really protect you. It it, it, it should, but it doesn't because you know you, there's things that we could do like we can work at an office, answer the phones. Yeah, not a big deal. But you're a liability. But you're a liability. To so the once company. you walk, once you walk into a company, you are a liability. You're res they're responsible for your safety. Yeah. So if you can't see and you walk into say to answer a phone, you walk into the office, boom, you trip because you didn't see something, you fell. 
who's responsible for you mm-hmm. falling. Or you, or you can hurt someone else. Or you're walking in, somebody's, you know, walking, boom, you run into them, they have coffee, they burn themselves, you know, who's responsible? Mm-hmm. The company. It's understandable, you know, uh, companies are looking out for the safety of everybody. And they're looking at after the safety of their pocket. That too. Yeah. You know, mainly it's the pocket, you know, because if somebody gets hurt, you know, who's responsible for that? The company is. So it's so, so it's, it's hard to get a, a, a regular job like a regular everybody job, else has, right? even though we could. Yeah, because but but how hard really is it open. to how hard is it? Que te tan difícil extender una cama? You know, we could work at a hotel tendiendo camas. Yeah. You know, we could. You know, there's nobody there. We could pack. We could pack. We could pack boxes. You know, we, we could. Can, do, we there's can, so we much. Can, there's we, so many we, things we can, that that people can, can make pallets. Yeah, that we can do. Yeah. But we're a liability, right? So. Most people, this is something I learned in Braille. Most people that are that have that are blind, they the 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 way they make it, it's either your dad has a company and he passes it on to you, or you start your own your own business, which is really harder. Which is it's more it's hard, it's complicated. Has and it been complicated? Because music is basically your business. Yeah, has it oh, been complicated, it's very complicated, for you guys? complicated because you know has it been complicated for you guys because there's so many things that we we would like to do on our own that we need other people to do for upload example a song. upload a song upload onto a song. all the platforms like spotify apple music you know and i'm barely learning yeah <laughs> hey bro help me out you know, registering music it's really complicated because there's a lot of things that we would like to do on our own that we can't do you know upload a song onto all the platforms you know onto apple music spotify you know uh, Google Play, that that those things are are things that we would like to do, but we can't see to do it. You know, when it comes down to like learning music, playing music, you know, writing the music, we have that all down. But then it comes down to like, you know, all the other things that we we would like to do on our own that we have to depend, re- re- rely on, rely on other people, rely on other people. Yeah, like like you know, simple things like, you know, I personally I do the like I do the deals with the clients. I talk to them on the phone. I get it going and everything, but then you know the next step is I have to go sign the contract, fill it out with them. I need someone to take me, or I need to send someone to go do it, you know, or stuff like that, you know, that we normally do. <laughs> and then also another thing, it's kind of hard sometimes to connect with the clients or to connect with the customers or with the uh, people that you go play for because you can't see them. you can't see them, you know. And then well, we're not going around telling everybody, hey, I can't see, you know, or I'm blind. So we try to, you know, we try to be as as normal as possible. Some people do figure it out. Like right away. Right away. And others are like, what's wrong with this guy? You know, some other people are not, you know, so it's hard to connect with the clients and stuff like that. Have that, that connection. Like when we're playing. Like something like people like to do, like I'm playing a song and they're in the back going like, yeah, you know, raising their hands or, you know, you know, waving to me and I can't see them. So sometimes like, oh, what a jerk. He, you know, he completely ignored me, <laughs> you know, but it's, it's not that. That's it's, my experience. Yeah. It's like, well, it's not that I ignored you. Like one time there was a, I went to go play and uh, we were playing and the guy, after we took a break, he went up to me and he started talking to me. He's like, you know, you guys are really good. You sound really good. You play really good. But, you know. I know you're gonna make it big. I know. I know you're gonna go. You're gonna make. You know. You're gonna. You're gonna make a name for yourself. It's like, but when you get there, remember to always be humble. 
be humble, be humble. You know, and I, I, he's talking to me, and I'm like, okay, you know, this, this guy, he's giving me, you know, advice. Advice, you know, que no se me suba, que nunca se me suba. You know, it's really good advice. You know, I'm taking it like, yeah, yeah, and you know, he's like, yeah, and he, he his, but his tone of voice was kind of like, como, como regañando, you know? Yeah. You know, but I'm like, ah, old school guy, you know, he, that's the way he talks, you know? So then later on, I, uh, he, he, he went up to my dad, and he started talking to my dad when I was playing, you know, he's like, no, es que es un muchacho, you know, tiene que ser humilde, tiene que ser, you know, like that, you know? Yeah. And my dad caught on, and he's all like, oh, dijo, yo te entiendo lo que me quieres decir. Dijo, mira, mi muchacho, dijo, ahí lo ves, él, él está tocando, él, él está cantando y todo, pero cuando tú de lejos le haces una seña o algo, dijo, él no te ve. He's all like, no te ve porque él no mira. He's all like, y aunque tú le hagas lo que quiera de lejos, no te va a ver. And the guy caught on, he's all like, oh. And his son felt really bad. Like, he's all like, oh, he's all like, no, dijo, es que, well, his dad, la había, en, en su sentido, la había regado porque él pensaba que yo era un presumido que no, que lo estaba ignorando, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, it was, it was pretty cool because after that, you know, eh, it went from, oh, que persona tan, you know, creída, creída no. to admiration. Like, like, he doesn't acknowledge that my existence. Yeah, and then it goes to admiration. We're like, whoa, this guy is playing. This guy can do something that I can't do, mm -hmm. you know? And we do get that reaction most of the time with people, with clients. Like, once they find out, oh, he can't see, then it goes to like, oh, it's admiration. Like, wow, you know, you're, you're doing something that I can't do that I would like to do. Or, or like you me, know? or like me with the tuba, you know, people like people to blow on their heads with the tuba. For me, it's hard to walk around because I, you know, I, I can't <laughs> see. Hit somebody over the head. Like, you know, knock them out, <laughs> <laughs> knock them out, you know? So like for me, it's hard, you know, um, people do tell me, hey, you know, come over here, you know, as they come and, and, and play for me at my table or like, you know, blow in my ear, but, you know, I can't It's do on that. your wrist. <laughs> it's on your wrist and I'm going to hit you in the head yeah. with my tuba, like, with my tuba head, you we know? We had them sign us like a, a release form. Like, <laughs> I, I should. I should. I will play at your table, but, you know, <laughs> caution. You know? You might get hit in the head. So, you know, stuff like that, that's harder, harder for us to do? Uh, singing songs, like, for example... Um, people come up to us, hey, sing me the song. You know, I maybe I know it. I've I've heard it before. I know the melody and everything, but I can't read the words. And people sometimes they tell you, está en el Google, ahí nomás busca en el Google. You know, well, <laughs> which other groups it's easy to do. You know, yeah, it's easy to do. But that's another uh, obstacle that we have. That I have to sit down and learn every every word, every word because people know the song. And, and if you say something wrong, then they go, no, no, I see nothing you say. <laughs> you know? So. <laughs> Have they told you that? Yeah. People, something, you know, and, or we come up to this point where, like, they ask me for a song, and I don't know it, and I don't know that one, and, you know, because I can't read it, you know, and it comes to the point where they're like, ah, no te sabes ninguna. It's like, dude, I've been playing here for four or five hours. <laughs> I've been singing four, four five or five hours, hours of music, and now you come to tell me I don't know any songs. Like, it's more like, it, 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 um, and you think sometimes those people have been drinking too? Do you think so? Yeah. Because like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said they've been, they've been, you've been playing for five hours, so when you're drinking in a good one, time flies. Yeah, and then, and then, for, example, <laughs> yeah. And then for example, one time we went to go play in Torrance. You know, we were playing, we were playing in Torrance, and they were asking us for, for a lot of songs that, in reality, we didn't know because it's the, 
you know, every group has their their, their style, what they like, their yeah. repertoire, their repertoire. You know, yeah. And 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 if and and you know, we don't have, we, you know, we have like let's say you know, the ba- the the basic overall songs that if we can people go to like any the, any party, people like. But then if you start asking for oddballs, oddball songs, then we don't remember. Or there's songs that, yeah, we used to sing in 2009, 2010, 2011, but I don't remember it because it's been that long. I know that other you know other groups. The the, the 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 singer can just take out the the phone, look for it, and read it. Yeah, you know. So this guy, the, the, the we were playing in Torrance, and the guy is like, "Oh, this one. Oh, we don't know it. Oh, that one. We don't know it." And then the guy is like, "Well, there's this group that plays at this Mariscos, and I ask her for any song, and they read all the songs. Why don't you read them?" And Jimmy got upset, and she's like, "Well, if you want a karaoke band, hire a karaoke band." Yeah, you know, because he kept bothering so much, you know. Yeah, but they, they don't understand that. He can't read them. How come at that time? How come you didn't want to say that you can't see? We don't. We don't really. We don't like to advertise. We don't it. like to <laughs> advertise <laughs> because. Why is that? Why is that? This is the like because we don't want. We don't. We don't, we don't want pe- people to say, "Oh, pobrecito," you know, like, because eh, we want people to accept us for our music, you know, for who, for 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 who we are. We want, and we want, not for what we can't do, or or you know, like, oh, I think it just comes down to like. Our ego, our ego and pride. Our ego, because yeah. we grew up with vision. You know, when we were young, like we could see, and we were able to play basketball, baseball. Jose was able to drive a couple times. You know, um, he was able to work at a at a warehouse. You know, se desarrolló. You know, and uh, yeah, like in like the work in, 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 environment. in the work environment when I turned eighteen. Well, pretty much ever like since I was a kid, I used to you know collect cans. I used to sell tortillas. I, I I've always been kind of like the the hustler kind of person. When I, 13, 18, when I turned 18, I was able to go, you know, go to warehouses, do all kinds of stuff. After that, you know, I was able to work at a construction company till I could. So I was independent. And, and I always had that pride in me that Jimmy has also that, hey, it doesn't matter that I'm losing my vision or that I don't, I don't have as much vision as everybody else is, but I can keep up with everybody else. But now, you know, at the stage we're in, yeah, we really can't keep up with everybody else as much as we could. But... When we're playing, when we're behind the mic or on stage, we are in the same level as everybody else. You know, each of us are our own skill level of musicianship. You know, Jimmy's got his skill level. I have my skill level. We are all in our own path or on our own uh, road of our skill level. And people see us and people, people don't discriminate us because we can do what another guy's doing. Maybe he could do it better. But I can still hit that crash that he's hitting. Mm-hmm. I can hit the drums that he's hitting. And then there's probably other people that are not as good as I am. You know? Mm-hmm. So, like, on stage, we're at the mismo nivel que todos los demás. Mm-hmm. M- you know, maybe might be a little higher just depending on your learning process or your skill level, you know? But people don't criticize us. But once people find out, oh, no puede ver, then we feel like they start feeling sympathy or they're like, oh, look, here's a chair, sit down. Because mm-hmm. you can't see. You know, and we don't like that. We we don't like that people kind of look, not look down upon us, but we feel like, oh, because we can't see now, sit down in this chair. You know, mm-hmm. they're just sitting, sitting us down because we can't participate in the game of life like everybody else is doing. You know, yeah, so and, that's, and that's that's our issue. But it, it, that's why we don't we don't advertise it as much. But um, there comes to a point where sometimes we do have to say like, oh, it's because we can't see, you know, so, uh, for me, people catch on, like, right away. I remember we were playing for this lady, and she's like, oh, tocame. I was, um, 
Ah, esta es la... Quiero a dos mujeres bonitas. Uh -huh. Y you no. Know, <risa> este, una mujer bonita de Disney Call, right? Um, uh, dos mujeres bonitas. Dos mujeres bonitas. Uh -huh. And I didn't know the song at the time. And she was like, oh, cántame esta, cántamela, cántamela. You know, I was like, oh, no me la sé, no me la sé, you know. And she hadn't caught on yet, you know. And then, uh, and then eventually she's like, está aquí, mira, está aquí en, en Google. Mira, nomás síguela aquí. You know, and I guess when she went to show me the phone, I don't know if she saw a reaction in my eyes or something that you didn't I, I didn't see it. I didn't capture you didn't see her phone. I didn't see her phone or something, you know, that she's not like, oh, dijo, I understand. Ya te entendí, dijo, yeah, yeah. Dijo, like, it's okay. She's like, uh. Canta la que la que te sepas, you know. Do you know this one? I'm like, yeah, I know that one. She goes, okay, con esa. You know, she caught on. So I didn't have to say anything, but she caught on. And then after, it was more of an admiration. But the thing is that when we tell people, oh, es que no miro, you know, if we verbally tell them, it's kind of like pobrecito, you know, like I keep telling, like Jose says, I don't know why, but the first thing they want to do is sit us down, you know, like uh, I remember uh, one of our drummers, he's a, like. Uh, when when we first started working with him, you know, I would show up to the gigs and I do the sound. You know, I'm the sound engineer. You know, I had to set up the mic, my microphone, my microphones, everybody's mics, uh, everybody's, everybody's mics, sound, I have everybody's to, cables. Yeah, I had to do the the sound engineering. You know, and I I got there and he's like, oh, aquí está una silla, siéntate. You know, like, oh no, but he's like, no, 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 siéntate, siéntate, siéntate. I was like, yo yo le yo le ayudo a tu papá. Yeah, it's like I'll, I'll, I'll help out. I'm like, okay, you know, I sat down. <laughs> so. After a while, you know, he's all like, I told him, do you know how to do the sound? And he's all like, no, you don't say nada, it's de sonido. Well, then I had to do it. I have to get up from this chair and have to do it, you know? Mm. So I got up and I started doing the sound because, <laughs> you know, if I sit down in the chair, you know, who's going to do the sound? Nobody else knows. Nobody else does it, you know? So it's it's something that, you know, it, it's not hard to do, but people, their first impression is, oh, you only know how to play accordion, you know? Oh, you only know how to sing and play. But más no saben que... I have to make this, the band depends on me on how it sounds on the speakers, you know? And it's and it's something that I've learned how to do por necesidad, you know, mm -hmm. también. It's not, nobody else, knows how, nobody else knows how to do it. And, you know, the people who taught me how to do it never said you can't do it. You know, those people have been surrounded by musicians who can't see and they know what we can do and uh, and how good we can do it you know yeah because it's 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 not that hard because everything's divided up in numbers you know and and, and then you know channels in the channels like every channel and then you, like i'm not that great at it but when jimmy's not here why i end up doing it you know <laughs> i end up doing it but but jimmy does it better because he's got a lot of experience and he also you know he's been taught and me my, my, my job in the group is more like fine work or or, or 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 cut the deal, you know. M interact more with people. Mm -hmm. like on, the I, 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 huh? on the phone. On, on the phone. Yeah. You know, I interact with on the phone, on social media. You know, um, you know, the, the technology now is so advanced that I can connect with people, talk to people, upload stuff that I, I can do. So that's my job. Jimmy's job is at the show. Jimmy's got J Jimmy's the head the head at the show. He's in charge of everything. I just follow. Yeah. So that's the. And it's funny because uh, when we first started, I think it was like 2009 when we played for the first time with Mondo, mm -hmm. where uh, we had our whole sound system. And back in the days, it was huge. We had huge subs and big old speakers, <coughs> you know? Yeah, we had like four, four 18 subs. 
And then we have the, the mids, the highs, and then everything was in racks. Everything, everything was know, in racks. Every, everything was amplified. It's, it's not like, not, it was bare. Some people did have did have the amplified speakers. But they were criticized. But they were like, <laughs> that, no trabaja, eso no sirve. They're like, that doesn't work. That it's, doesn't work. People, the old school. Old school didn't like it. They didn't like it. You know? They liked the old. The, the, and it is true because the, those sound systems that we carried was a lot of power. Mm-hmm. And it sounded really nice. And you had a lot of control. And you had a lot of control of everything. But you're playing in the backyard and you're taking a stadium size sound. It's not necessary. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. necessary. Not necessary. But you're playing for 20, 30, 40 people, 50 people for a sound that's made for maybe, you know, 300 or 500 people, you know? So it, it, even though you took all this sound, you didn't really need all that sound and you didn't use it at, to its capacity. And it was harder work, it's heavier so, stuff. And- we used to hire a, 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 an engineer. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, I didn't know how to do it. Nobody knew how to do it. So mm-hmm. there was this guy. He was learning. He was going to school for recording. Yeah. Was it and, Josh? Uh, no, it wasn't Josh. It was, Josh. It was, it was um, the other guy. Uh, I forgot his name. I forgot his name too. But yeah. Oh, Josh did the photos. Josh did our photos, and he did our and logo. He, and he did our logo. Yeah, he did our logo. Yeah, he did the logo. He he drew the logo. Yeah, and uh, so one day he was. We were playing. I'm like, I smell smoke. You know. We started smelling smoke, and we asked the guy, like, "Hey, how come we smell smoke?" And he's like, "I don't know." He's like, "I don't." He's like, "I don't smell anything." And he's like, "Wait, it does smell like smoke." And he, and it turns out he blew out one of our speakers, oh, one of our no subs, way. one of our subs. <laughs> he blew it out. You know how hard it is to blow out a sub. <laughs> it's really hard to blow out a sub. You know, especially those big old subs that were meant to sustain like mm, mm, golpes fuertes. You know. So we we came home and we're like he's like oh I'll change it for you guys we're like okay <laughs> so he came and, and you know he took it out he took it apart you know and then um, he he uh, we went and we bought a JBL speaker for the for that to replace it you know he, al último he didn't know how to connect it back because the crossover you know and there was it was a whole mess so I was like so they were like ah so we called the guy who who sold us the sound the sound. And he came over and he's all like, well, you, what, 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 like what are you guys doing? You know, like, <laughs> it's like, what's all this, this mess you guys did? <laughs> like, I don't know. So then he told me, he's all like, I'm going to teach you how to do it. And I was like, okay. And he, he put the sound back together and he's all like, look, it's like, it's not hard. It's just, you got to study. It's like an instrument, you know, uh, sound engineering is like an instrument. You just got to learn the buttons, know how to move it. You oh, know? And the oh funny, like an instrument. Yeah, like an instrument. And, and, then, and then the bad part was that the other guy didn't know, and we didn't know, but this guy taught us that because the, the speakers have a magnet in the back, and all it has in the front is a diaphragm. So all we needed to buy was a diaphragm, was a diaphragm for like 50 to 75 bucks. And this guy, he made, he made us buy the whole magnet, the whole thing for like 250 to $300. <laughs> and the yeah. guy's like, no, man, this is a lot of... And he's like, so we had the magnet, and then we it just, adds up quick. Yeah, yeah, it adds up quick. So we're like, oh, so we're like, that's what we decided. Like, hey, we're gonna have to take responsibility over our own stuff because this these people, yeah, they'll work it, but they, they had nothing in the game, and we end up paying a lot of money for stuff that we didn't have to pay for. Yeah, so that's when I was like, it's kind of like when I told Jose, hey, if we're gonna be pl- paying a hundred dollars or hundred and twenty, hundred fifty dollars a tool guy. That doesn't know how to play. Well, might as well you go and play. You know, mm-hmm. when he first started, how to play tuba. So that's the, pretty much the mindset we took. Like, well, if somebody's gonna blow up the speakers, 
I'll blow it out. I'll blow it out, and we'll pay for the for the repair. You know, that's it's on us. You know, and I blew out a lot of speakers, <laughs> but you know, it's it's on us. You know, and and and, and that's why we started like uh, we started working that, and and it's something that like for example, Gabriel says like, you know, who's responsible for that? You know, I am. I, I get there, I do it. So mm, being blind, it's kind of like. Not being able to see what you're doing, it's 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 a disadvantage. But when people finally get to see and know what you do and what you know, it turns into admiration, you know? Because it's a lot more work for us to do something. It's more empeño to do it. But at the end of the day, we sound like um, it, it, it reflects on our on our work. Yeah, because you know? we, we have to work 10 times hard. 10 yeah, times harder than everybody else. Like, Jimmy has to... Jimmy has to work 10 times as hard to learn the lyrics. That sometimes don't stick. And then sometimes <laughs> don't stick. He's got to keep learning. He's got to keep reviewing and reviewing. And and because, you know, he's got his thing. I got my thing. Like, for example, I know that a lot of people, like, nowadays, it's super easy to learn songs. You know, you just go on, you go on YouTube. You look you look right there. Oh, G chord, a D chord, C chord, E chord. I can't see that. You know, so... I, I, de- I depend on figuring the heck what is going on between me and Jimmy. We, we figure it out. And then sometimes there's there's chords that we didn't know existed there. But then people tell us, oh, you should put this chord in there. But we didn't know, you know. So we kind of learn it the way we can and the way we do it. But if we had vision, you know, we could just go on the YouTube channel and see the guy just wrote it in there like everybody else does. And just follows it the way it's there. Yeah. And, you know, or like even like the tuba playing. Like for me to learn tuba, there, there's a lot of... There's a lot of written music for tuba. Like you know, my, my my tuba teacher writes music for tuba and for all the instruments. All the all the two a lot of tuba players that that the best tuba players they just read music. But I I know how to read music because when I could see I was able to learn how to read music. But now that my vision is really down, I can't see the music. So I have to do everything just you know just by ear, figure it out, or just do what I can. You know, when when a lot of this, a lot of the the patterns are already written down for you to do it, and you know nobody will take the time to show me how to do the, the you know follow the pattern. You know, no, nobody will do it. Like even my teacher, he won't do it. He won't take the time. So I I sit down with Jimmy and we we figure it out and come up with ideas and just do it that way. You know, so so in, in that sense, it's a disadvantage for some stuff. But at the end of the day, it's actually helped it helps us grow, grow more. You know. Um, and it's and it's better because like for example say I could see you know people uh, I would be able to read all these songs mm-hmm. but then people go how do you know so many songs by memory well I have to sit down and learn them yeah so some people say man this guy's got a lot of gigabytes in his brain yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know because I have to know well they 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 hours of music you know Without repeating a song. What's the longest I? What's the longest gig you you've had? The longest mm-hmm. gigs. Need a twelve hours, I say. 12, mm-hmm. 15 hours. Like twelve hours. Maybe? Twelve hours. Like twelve hours straight. How about in one in one gig? One gig. One yeah. Gig. One oh, gig. Man. Oh, just a whole a whole the, the weekend. Maybe like twenty. Like twenty-seven hours. Yeah, yeah. like thirty hours. Maybe? Thirty hours. The whole weekend, thirty hours. But like one straight gig. 10, 11 hours. Yeah. 10, 11 hours, maybe. The one whole street gig. And there's people who like you to repeat music, and some people like, no, you know. And I don't like to repeat music 
unless they ask me for that. Yeah, song. sometimes they want, yeah. hey, play the same song four times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> four or five times. You're like, okay, cool. Yeah. You know? Like, the we played uh, um, Vida Prestada. Yeah. yeah we, played. we played it so many times that the people at the party told the guy who kept asking for it, yeah, no mas. No mas. <laughs> <asking for it. laughs> I think we played it one time. I think, uh, I think we played it for 45 minutes one time. Probably the guy didn't even, want to, didn't even pitch in. But probably <laughs> the guy that didn't pitch in. Uh, he, was, he was the main guy. Oh, he was? Okay. He was the main guy in the situation. But... They got really because he, he started because he, he got really really sentimental. Oh, okay. He got really really because he, he had lost his he has lost his son. Oh, okay, okay. He lost his son like song. a month before, and oh. that was one of his son's favorite songs and his favorite song, and you know so like the month before he had lost his son so he just like he got just real bad. It's just like it's just like hey you know what it's getting too much to you, and then you know they told us ya no la toquen aunque la pida. He got upset because we didn't play it, but it was for his own good at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, so so yeah, there's so there's songs, but we try, we try not to repeat the songs. We try to just pl just keep playing and playing. We have a lot of music, but then at the end of the day, it's like, oh, there's some songs that he he might not remember the lyrics anymore, yeah. or we have to just like find the begin the first but few it, letters. It's funny, the that first few words. There's music that you could ask me that I, I learned when I was a kid, and I don't even play them, and I don't even sing them, and they ask me for it, and I and I know it. Yeah, but there's there's music that I play every weekend. And for some reason, your just brain just gives up, or I don't know what it that happens. Like it, it's overloaded, and I'm singing. I'm like, oh, how does that song go again? <laughs> like, I don't remember. But it's it's weird how your brain works, and you know, just the capacity has, you know. But yeah, but yeah. So so that's those are the disadvantages. Advantages and disadvantages. You know, advantages and disadvantages. Because a disadvantage, you can see it as a pro. Because mm -hmm. you know, just because I can't see. You know, doesn't mean I can't sing music. You know, I have to work harder. But, you know, it's... And it's, that's the thing, too. Like, something I learned in Braille, too. A lot of people, they're like, why do people... Re um, why do blind people, you relate them to musicians? You know? Oh, es que tienes mejor oído. Sometimes they say. Yeah. Uh, but why, why? But why? Sí, pero no. Because el oído, you have to desarrollarlo. Anybody mm -hmm. can desarrollar your oído. You know, when I was, when, you know, not because I can't see, that doesn't mean I have an amazing ear. I'm miraculous. Hey, people think that, uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's because you, uh, 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 oidos. Yeah, it's true. I, I need to hear, but. But sometimes, you know, like, in reality, what we really need is our hands. Because we, we see what my dad says. Tus ojos son tus manos. Excuse them. Yeah, he's like, this is my hand. Because, so, you know. You know, we're just like normal people. You know, some people, you know, they're just naturally born with a good ear. Like singers, you know, like they're, they're naturally born with good ear. Like Jimmy, he, he, he can sing very well. He's got a, a developed ear better than me. But, you know, there's things that I can remember that Jimmy can't. <clears throat> like there's songs. I never sing these songs, but I just remember the songs. And Jimmy does. Jimmy sings the songs, but they forget some. But I can remind them, hey, Jimmy, it starts like this or this. Yeah. You know, so so everybody is talented in a different way. And there are people who can see who have a way better than than I do and then Jose does and that, you know, and it has nothing to do with your vision. Yeah. You know, it, it just has to do with how how much time you've been around music, how much time you've dedicated to to the music that, you know, it just it's just your ear develops like crazy. Like I remember I had a teacher. Um, I was playing in a piano, like, dee -dee -dee -dee, you know, just playing around uh, a song that I was learning and I was reading it. And all of a sudden she just comes and knocks on the door and she's all like, 
it's not a C sharp, it's a C mate, it's a, it's a C natural, you know? And she started yelling, I was like, well, how do you know that? You know, like, to me, it sounds the same, you know? But, you know, it's just, there's the ears that are super advanced, you know? And like I've told those, so that, I think that is a myth that people are like, oh, you're blind, you can, you can hear better. No, that's not true. You know, it's that doesn't make you a good musician because you can hear better. You know, it's just it's how much you worked at it. Yeah, you know, like, because like I know band directors that that they have the band, and there's like you know twenty people in the band. You know, let's say three three trumpets, three three um you know clarinets, or you know, and then like maybe two saxophones, three saxophones, and the different instruments there. And that band director can can say. So and so in chair number two, you're playing this note wrong. You know they're like you're supposed to play. Out. He'll single out who it is and he'll single out what note it is. You're playing a G sharp, but you should be playing a G. Yeah, and you're like, what the heck? It's because they're the band directors. They've been at it. They've been doing it for a long time. So, so it's like we still you still got to take the same amount of effort. You know, yes, there's people who are born with the talent. Yeah, they're talented. Like who? Who? Who's, who's talented like that? There's a lot of you know. There's. What do you think? So or, or famous. So or look at this. Look at this. Check, check this out. They say that was it Beethoven, who was deaf. No, but the thing is that they, it was later on in his life. Okay, so who was it that they, they? There was somebody who like pretty much, and plus he he wouldn't he would make music and he wasn't able to hear very well. He would just go off the vibration. Oh, <clears throat> I think it was Beethoven. Mm-hmm. I think it was Beethoven, but but that was l- later on in life. You know, he had played music. If it's Beethoven, he was he was already later in life, his whole life, he he played, but then he got a, a an ear infection. And um, when you're, you know, back in the old days, you know, they didn't have the medication or antibiotics like they do now to treat your ear infection. Yeah. So he got the ear infection. He lost his, he little by little lost his hearing, but he, he knew, still went off the vibrations. He, he knew how, he knew how music worked and he could read music and write music. So he'd been doing it for a long time. So, you know, music writers are different than than, than, than a, a regular musician. So what he did is he actually had, he, he, what he had to do to feel the vibra- hear the vibration of the music, he would cut the feet. He cut the feet of his piano. So the piano was on the floor. So he would write a piece. He would write a piece. He would write it. Da, 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 da. It's written down. Okay. So now for he would play the piece and then he would put his ear on the floor to feel the vibration to see if it's like, okay, it makes sense. That was super sick, but but you're talking about a guy who's been you know a pianist you know his whole life, you know till he died. Yeah. You know, so it's it's different. It's different in that sense. But but if you take a deaf person and try to teach him how to play an instrument, he's not gonna be able to play the instrument. You know, or a deaf person sing, he's not gonna be able to do it. You know, but but you know, there's different things they can do. So so I think um, you know being um, disabled from our vision. I know a lot of people tell us, embrace it. Embrace it. Who tells you that? People do. Like who? Like, you know, people around us. Like, especially okay. like, like, uh, like we were approached by, by Duna, Duna's records. Oh, they, yeah. They wanted us to like, let people know. Yes, we do want to let people know, but we don't know how to let people well, know. It's not that we want people to know, in a sense, because. <clears throat> well, we do, because <sighs> it's, do? The, it's the story. It's, it's our story. story. Yeah. It's our story. This is why story. we're in music. It's, it's because we can't see. Yeah. That's the reason we're in music. Because in reality, if, if it was my first choice, music wouldn't have been my career. 
to choose, you know? And then music wouldn't have been my career either. Like, a lot of people, like, a lot of my friends that went to school with me in high school, you know, after I graduated high school, you know, everybody goes their own way. And then when Facebook came around, and they even found out that I was a musician, a lot of my friends were like, what? You play music? Like, that's the last thing in their <laughs> mind that I would play music. Like, I have a friend. His name is Leon Butler. Leon Butler, his whole life in, in elementary school, Rio Hondo, he played music. He played trombone, trumpet, trumpets, played guitars, played bass. He had a Nirvana, a Nirvana cover band in high school, like in sixth, seventh grade. Him, him and a couple of the guys, they, they made a Nirvana cover band. They named it Anervin. Mm-hmm. So for him to go to, to, to the army and for him to be a musician in the army and for him to be uh, you know, uh, I don't know what rank he's in, but I know that you know for him, he he's the the leader of the band forever. He's like, oh yeah, we all expected Leon to do that, you know. And he's retired. He's already, re- I think, this year or the following year, he's retiring from f- from the army already from yeah. the band. He and he's in Alaska. You know, he's already retired. This is, his, I think, he already retired this year. Next year, he's gonna be out. Yeah. You know, for everybody, oh yeah, oh it's obvious Leon was gonna be a musician because he was. In the band in elementary, he had a band in, as a kid. He had a band in high school. Everybody expected him to do it. But then when all my friends found out that I, I was Norteño playing music, which wasn't really the music I listened to in high school. I was into like Jimi Hendrix, The Doors, rap, you know, hip-hop yeah. and stuff. That was all of us. For them to find out now that I'm a musician you know, later on when Facebook came out, they're like, what? <laughs> you know, it was a surprise because... In high school, you know, I was learning mechanics. I loved automotive. You know, I think if um, if I wouldn't have a problem with my vision, I would either be in construction or automotive. Either 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 field. Construction or automotive. Those would be the two fields. Construction because I learned it with my dad as a kid. And it was always around me. And I love construction. You know, um, in my early 20s, I worked for a construction company. You know, um, I know how to, you know, wire up a whole room, set up lights, set up outlets. You know, I know how to run everything from... From the uh, from the switchboard, all the way to a house. I could do that. Mm-hmm. I could still do that now, but yeah, you know, seeing the colors, what's red, what's, what's red, blue, what's black, what's, green, <laughs> what's white. It's a whole different story. <laughs> but if you tell me this is red, this is black, this is green, this is white, this is blue, I can set it up. You know, I can set up. You know, if light fixtures, I can do that stuff. You know, the studio that we're in here, I had a team of people telling me how to do it, what to do. These all these people could see, but I was guiding every single one of them how to do it, because I know how to I know how to work construction, automotive, same thing, you know I love auto autos I love automotives I know that that um, there's a blind guy who is in the NHRA he lost his vision because he was a he was a um, uh, eighteen wheeler mechanic he lost his vision uh, working on the brakes because the brakes on the eighteen wheelers they're by pressure so. Um, the pressure exploded, and, it, and all the oil went to his face, and he lost his vision. Oh, man. But he had the support of his brother, so in, the, in HRA, um, he, he, he can take apart a whole racing car and put it all back together by himself with no one's help. His brother, you know, does supervise it. You know, he goes over, checks it out, makes sure everything's good, and his brother says, his, he's always good. Yeah. I have to tell other people who can see, hey, what the heck is this? What the heck is that? <laughs> you know? But I never had that support. You know, I looked for it in the automotive field. Nobody ever gave it to me. The person I thought would have given it to me didn't give it to me, which kind of let me down, got me depressed. I was like, you know, got rid- And then my tools were stolen from my dad's truck. Yeah. So from there, I just gave up. 
So then I found something else, and that's what brought me to music. You know, that's what brought me to music. So, so I kind of influenced Jimmy a little bit because in in college, you know, I was in a mariachi class. I started taking guitar, and then yeah. you know, and then Jimmy's like, oh, you know, so, you know, so that's when he he got into the accordion. Cause Jimmy always liked to sing. He's always yeah. since he was five, he's always sang. He's always loved to sing. You know, always loved to sing. So so far from your experience, what uh, advice would you give? Any group starting off, any young guys, 18, 19 years old, they're starting off. So far, what advice would you give them? Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy tells everybody, don't do it. You know, there's a competition. Don't do it because more competition. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> there is an easier way to make money. You know, there's there's easier ways to make money. You know, they, you know, um, there's easier ways to make money than in the music. Um, but you know, if, if you want to do it, you know, like there's people we take in under a wing, you know, um, you know, we tell them, you know, prepare yourself. Yeah. You know, uh, music, like I said before, you know, music. Do they give up those people that you take under the wing? Do you feel like they give the up? The person that I took under a wing, he's still, he's still in it. He's okay. still in the game. He's still hustling. But you know, like I, I, I see it like this. Always stay humble. Always stay humble. Don't, doesn't matter how good you get. Always stay humble because there's always a person better than you. Mm-hmm. The music. So the that's music, the advice you'll give them. That's the advice I'll give them because anybody the, starting off. Yeah, always stay humble and keep working hard because the music is like this. It's like when you get on the freeway. How, how do they work hard though? How do they work hard? You um, said keep working hard. Practice. Always practice. Um, keep practicing. Never give up practicing, and and and, and never be, n- never be like I know everything already. Never have that attitude. <clears throat> because once you have that attitude, you stop learning. You know, there's musicians that are 60s, 70s, 80s. You know, people that we admire, they're still learning. And once you stop learning and you think you know everything, that's when everything's bad for you. You know, um, try to find a mentor that can help you, guide you through through your career. You know, I think if we, we've had, you know, a little bit of help. You know, we've helped, we got help from different people that have helped us on, on the way. Um, we haven't had the help as much as we, 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 we would like. Who has helped you so far in the, in, in your journey? In our journey, people, you know, people like, like, uh, Atanasio, Robert, um, Robert, Raul, Raul, you know, people like them, other people like, you know, um, in the, in, 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 in the field, like, uh, people like Rogelio Equiwa, you know, he, he's, he's give us tips. Uh, Martin Sandejas has given, has given us tips. Uh, Compa Sacra, Norazos. He's giving us tips, you know. Um, that Casimiro taught us how to write. Casimiro, he, he gave us like our first lessons. What group is he in Casimiro? Mi banda mexicano. Okay. So you know, like like th- those people, I think that maybe we, we probably would 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 uh, have more advice if we we would reach out to more people, but you know we haven't really reached out, but so we, but we're starting to reach out to more people nowadays. So be be um, be able to accept advice, huh? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. My my advice to people would be if you're starting out don't ex- don't expect to sound like the great ones because that will discourage you right away you know because it's kind of like when i get accordion um uh students. students you know they come up to me and they they tell they want they say oh i want to learn how to play you know edición especial you know or you know stuff that gerardo ortiz has has recorded on the accordion yeah you know that was recorded by marito you know i want to sound like them and they want to sound like them and in their head they're like i want to sound like them 
And then when you teach them and they don't sound like them, they get discouraged, you know, because they don't sound like that, mm-hmm. you know, and music is is little by little. It's it's like any other trade, you know, like, you know, you got to start from the bottom and you have to work hard to get to the top. It's just you like it's, it's just like kids, you know, like when you're a kid, you're born, you start, you know, you start, you know, sitting down, you start, you know, trying to crawl, you crawl, mm-hmm. you start walking. And it's a very slow process. And, and you start very running. So it's a very slow process. How long does it take a kid to do that? Yeah. You know, it's the same thing as music. You know, let's say you want to learn to play the guitar. Your fingers don't don't have that agility to move. You can't even hold, you can't even hold your, your fingers, like curl them up. You can't even yeah. hold a guitar right. And you can't even hold the guitar right. Because mm-hmm. you're too concentrated on putting your fingers in a certain position that your your guitar starts to slant, you know, like yeah. one way, the other way. You're like, uh and it's and it's and it's very complicated. It's like trying to grab a pencil in a way. Mm-hmm. Like you're exactly. saying like exactly. a little so kid can't even grab a pencil. Yeah. yeah. They get like the fat one and they get stuck and you can't even still grab a pencil. Exactly. Yeah. Like that. So it's it's all it's all it's all a process. It's all a process. It's all a process. The thing is that um if you 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 should see these these top musicians, these top dogs as like, oh, I want to be like them. You will never be better than them because they're way advanced than you are, and they're learning new stuff that when you get to their point, you're gonna start learning, you know. And you will never catch up to them, you know. And you will, and that's the thing. Like, never just give up. You know, it's a slow process. If you're learning how to sing, you know, even that, you know, it, it takes time to develop your your vocals. Uh, if you're learning an instrument, you know, um, be patient with with your fingers, you know, because, you know, you will, you're not going to have that agility, you know? You're Stop. Gonna... Cool. Cool. Sounds good. Hey, so what projects are you guys working on to finish the year? Uh, to finish the year? We're 2021, we're going to finish with Gordo por la Pandemia. Yeah. We're going to do a release. Um, De este lunes al próximo lunes, que va a ser que como el 22 de noviembre, vamos a hacer el release de Gordo por la Pandemia. And that's going to be our last project for this year. That's the last song for this year. For this song and next year. Next year vamos a empezar con un... What song nuevo. is it? What's it called? Gordo, Gordo por, por la, la Pandemia. Pandemia. And when is it coming out? November 22nd. Oh, 22nd. de noviembre. Video. Video. Video and the song. On YouTube. YouTube. On YouTube and on the song. And the song on Spotify. On Spotify and todas las plataformas. Music. Pandora, Alexa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who helped you record the song? It was a what studio? Uh, Yo Pro Media. Okay. Estamos trabajando con Yo Pro Media, el ingeniero este Gabriel Eduardo Gabriel Rodríguez, y también el video awesome. lo trabajó Eduardo Gabriel Rodríguez también lo trabajó él. Ah, he did good. He did a good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did a good job. Yeah, yeah something. Did to do a sneak peek. Something comedic. I, I I wrote that song for Jose. Uh, me. I wrote it to him because. You know, well, the song kind of talks about, you know, Gordo por, por la, la pandemia. pandemia. That's it's like, es que desde que, desde que la pandemia llegó, empecé a engordar. Es que, and he would always say that. Like, every time we sit down, he's all like, or somebody would tell him, hey, Leo, estás más gordito. Ay, es por la pandemia, es por la pandemia. And, you know, but it's true, porque antes de la pandemia, en el 2019, 2020, estaba más flaco. Pesaba que unos 170, maybe, por mucho, porque estaba más delgado. Y entró la pandemia y me estaba cuidando. Y dije yo, ah, ¿qué tal si viene la pandemia y me muero? Pues voy a entrarle a todo. Y pues, <risa> ya ves que estuvimos en lockdown for like, estuvimos en lockdown like dos meses. Supuestamente todo el año, pero nosotros no. ¿Verdad? Estuvimos en lockdown por dos meses. Luego de ahí, pues, no se puede hacer mucho. Pues, le entré la comida. 
You know? Like everybody else did. Todo el mundo engordó por la pandemia. No digan que no. We are that bad. Y luego, Jimmy, cuando primera vez fuiste a ver a tu familia, ¿qué dijeron ustedes de Levi? De Levi. Oh, you wanna shit all names? Yeah, I just got names. ¿Qué de Levi? ¿Qué de Levi? Saludos para Dulfa. No creo que nos va a escuchar. No nos va a escuchar, so. ¿Qué de Levi? Well, say it in English, bro, so they don't listen to you. No, but he was about to Yeah, it's because he's like seven, I think. Y estaba más gordito. Oh, like, he got fat? Yeah, he got fat. And he's like, oh, it's por la pandemia. It's His mom's said. like defending it's him. Well, pandemia. because imagine, man, all the school year, just since, because they were an online school, right? Yeah. yeah. He lives here or Mexico? Here. He lives here. Oh, yeah, so he had an online school. Zoom school. Yeah, Zoom pandemia. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Mexico, everybody had Zoom school. The whole world had Zoom school. If you had internet, you had no, Zoom school. school. In Mexico, it was different. Yeah, because some of them don't have Zoom. They have internet. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, um, TJ was doing it on TV. On TV? They were watching TV, and they would mm-hmm. just send the homework through... Uh, like WhatsApp, and then they would just <laughs> send it back through WhatsApp mm-hmm. or online. And uh, well, pro- a lot of places were doing Zoom school. No, and then uh, and then el, over there in Michoacan, every all the homework was just sent through WhatsApp. Oh, through WhatsApp. Yeah, through <laughs> WhatsApp. Cool. But the book they would have to go pick up the books. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they would just do they would do the packages, the packets, and then they would turn on the packets. But it wasn't through Zoom. So it was through Zoom? No, it wasn't through Zoom. Was it through Zoom? No. Oh. It was all through. Everything was just, yeah, they would do the homework and they would take pictures of the of the homework through WhatsApp and just send it. So over there was more WhatsApp. Gordo por la pandemia. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gordito por la pandemia. That's the last song this year. That last song for this year. Yeah. And then next, next year, year, in January, we want to start out the year with the new album. We still don't have the name for it. We, we have, have the name for it. We have, we have quite have a, a few songs already. We have a few songs. We have yeah. a, a song. What's we'll, we'll up with the California song? Yeah, está lista. Well, no, falta que le meta los vocals. What's the complete name? What's the complete name? It's going to be in that name. Se Me la paso en California. Me la paso en California. Va a estar en ese álbum. Who's going to be in that song with you? Who's going to be? Sorry to interrupt. Oh. Who's going to be in that song with you? Featuring with uh, Gabriel Plata. Gabriel Plata. We're all part of your Bromedia. Me la paso en California. Me la paso en California. Yeah, y ahí también va a estar este vamos a revivir la de con sombrero sin camisa ya yeah. estamos haciendo algo nuevo algo al estilo como la canción que hicimos con el puma la que se llama quién es ya yeah. it's gonna be the, the, the same idea uh, peco 32 we're gonna revivir musical the, peco 32 está yeah, grabado recorded, studio recorded with drums um, and everything mm-hmm. and we have a uh, there's another one ya me tomé cuatro se llama oh ya me tomé cuatro ya me tomé cuatro that's another song that we have that one we're we're gonna be doing with guitarritas. Yeah, guitarritas. Guitarritas. In this mix, we're gonna do, we're gonna do norteño. We're gonna do a mixture of norteño, cierreño, and tololoche. We're gonna put it in. I like that. I like how you guys do it. And we might, well, now that you gave us the idea, we might throw in that song de. Consumir su camisa. No, no, la de. Oh, el viento. La, el viento con sax. With saxophone. So. Con sax. That would be a good idea. Maybe yeah, there you sax. go. Yeah. yeah. Probably do it with saxophone. That'll be good. And then I, I have some other. We have some other corridos that we have that we're gonna be throwing in there. Yeah. Uh-huh, with Tololoche. And, uh, and, uh, maybe accordion tuba. Accordion tuba, maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe accordion tuba. So, those are the plans. We're, okay. we're, we're, we're planning to put in some covers, but I don't know if there's going to be room for covers. Yeah. Because we have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of songs that looks like no, no room for covers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We want to. We want to, but I'm thinking, because I was talking to somebody, 
I'm thinking we're just gonna do uh, this one. It's gonna be all inaitas. Yeah. And then we might work on on our project that we've been thinking about for a while. Yeah. Canciones de mi papá. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. We do an album, Canciones de mi papá. So we might just do all the covers there, in Canciones de Canciones de mi papá. So you know songs that we remember that. My dad listened to when we were kids, we're kids and songs that my dad likes, you know. Well, that'd be pretty cool. So we might we might do that, you know. Um, the one song that I really want to do in that album is going to be El Arbol. We'll oh, El Arbol. Mm -hmm. I want to do that one. And then, and then there's one song that my dad always likes, like the um, Yavas Carnal. And we, we might do that one, but in Norteño version. And any events next year? Well, <clears throat> we're open for next year. We're still working on on uh, el, 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 el calendario. Yeah. Este, we're thinking of maybe doing uh, el 28 de febrero, probably doing an event up in Esperia, in un rancho. En un rancho. So it's going to well, be who? todo el equipo de, de Yobro Media, que es Orlando Sarco, Gabriel Plata y Ecuazo Norteña. And then maybe Fama Norteña. Might well, be John, yeah. There you go. Um, y estamos pensando maybe throwing a headliner. Pero si no metemos un headliner, vamos a hacer los cuatro. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. okay, but our goal, our goal is, we're trying to, we're talking, we're trying to see if we can uh, play with Ventos um, Canarios. Abri, abrirle a Ventos Canarios. Yeah. Yeah, 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 estamos en pláticas con Ventos Canarios para mm -hmm. abrir, abrir con ellos algunos eventos. Y pues las opciones que hagan por ahí. Ahí este, el señor Abel Luna se escucha, si nos invita a un evento. <risa> Saludos el, a, al señorón Abel. Al señorón Abel Luna, a, 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 a Kiko Valdivia, si se anima también, you know, que nos avienten unos eventos por ahí. Vero la canelera. Con, Vero, con un hijos. saludo a Vero, ¿verdad? Vero la canelera, saludo para sus hijos, los gemelos de Sinaloa. Eh, bueno. Hablamos con ella porque la música de nosotros está dando a conocer en Georgia, por igual la música de los gemelos, Orlando Sarco sí. está en Georgia. A lo mejor hacemos un evento entre todos yeah. en Georgia. Vamos a preparar algo. No sé si en el que viene, el próximo, pero a lo mejor hacemos algo con ellos en Georgia. Ya me, ya me, di, ya me dio la green light, pero. Yeah, I was there. Tú organízalo, acomódalo y nos vamos. So, y fierro por la cuarentena. Y, fier, y fierro, por el, <risa> fierro por 40 o por el 10. Que nos vemos. Sí, sí, sí. Los que tienen papeles por el 10. Por el, por el, por el, por el, por el por el los que tienen papeles por el 10. Y los que los no, por el 40. ¿Cómo pueden encontrarnos? Facebook, Instagram. We're under Ecuación Norteña. Con Cui con Z. Con Cui con Z. E-Q-U-A-Z-I-O-N. Ecuación Norteña. Y en inglés porque. Equation. Equation Norteña. Ecuación Norteña. E-Q-U-A-Z-I-O-N. En Facebook estamos Ecuación Norteña Oficial. En Instagram estamos como Ecuación Norteña. You can just find like that. Y en TikTok. En TikTok como Ecuación Norteña Relax. Relax. Ecuación Norteña. Yo soy Ecuación Norteña. Ecuación Norteña nomás. Yeah. Estamos en YouTube. Ecuación Norteña. Eh, toda nuestra música está en todas las plataformas digitales como el Cuestión Norteña. Yeah, y para contestaciones, pueden llamar al 626-824-8196 o nuestra repretransante, Juan Orozco. Si nos estamos hablando.